Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. everyone we are back with our regular rotation thank you for subscribing and listening to the retro gamers larry here and anthony here what's up ant we are back together yeah i know um uh, i was uh, i was a little lost without you last week <laughs> took a uh we had a special edition episode last week new york comic-con uh that uh, we had like a not even a well for crossover. some of us, for, yeah for some of us who attended <laughs> yeah not even a not, don't worry you got you know you got your San Diego Comic Con you can broadcast from next year oh my god yeah that's zoo <laughs> um sure sure <laughs> that'll happen <laughs> so uh, we had a uh, again not even a crossover episode more of a hybrid episode of the retro gamers and victims and villains as myself and Josh actually live broadcast and did a live podcast while walking the floor of New York Comic Con out here in New York City. Yes, and uh, shout out to Josh. Congrats on uh, surviving your human interaction with Larry. <laughs> you should congratulate me that I wasn't electrocuted during the whole process because I had we had to really stick together because I had all the wires for the recorder and for the for the microphones in my bag, and we're shuffling through the floor of New York Comic Con. So, oh, so you, were you two up up? <laughs> you two were up close and personal. Yeah. So if he walked too far, I was getting zapped probably. Nice. Well, see, now that would have been entertaining on the podcast. <laughs> I would have listened. I'll, I'll sacrifice it. Would have been awesome. <laughs> well, next time, go all the way, Larry. We, we shouldn't do anything halfway here. I'll see what I could do. Uh, yeah, so New York Comic Con, it really, it, it was it was fun this year. I mean, listen to last week's special edition episode. Um, you know, it was kind of, I know it's a little bit more of a visual, but when you hear, you know, me and Josh were talking about some stuff video game related, some stuff comic book related pop culture related uh we saw a lot of the um a lot of the costumes for the justice league movie that's coming nice. up that they had on display so a lot of a lot of cool stuff and and game wise which i'll get into in a moment there was a little bit more representation of of classic games uh than in the past and i'm not just talking about just regular um uh vendors selling games which i'll talk well, about i think in we're a I was going to say, I think with retro games, you know, making this big, I don't want to say making a big comeback, but you know what I mean? Starting, uh, you know, the whole retro game thing becoming uh, more and more popular. Uh, I have a feeling that that's just going to, yeah, that's just going to grow at um, conventions like Comic-Con and other ones. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, the interest in retro gaming has definitely um, great, has gotten greater since we've started. Mm-hmm. Much less, uh, you know, since we've been retro gaming for like forever. No, no, d- a- literally, uh, absolutely, and I'm and I'm gonna post some of these. I've been posting actually some of these on uh, Instagram, uh, the underscore retro gamers. Some of the uh, v- retro gaming 
uh, uh, cosplay that I've seen there. And, and I'm just going to send you a few here if you haven't seen any. Yeah, um, no, my particular I'll... favorite was the Mario Kart ones. I thought those were really yes, well done. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, oh, I don't know if you saw this one. So I'm going to describe them here in a moment. Uh, so basically I sent over some of the cosplay was the Super Mario Kart cosplay. There was four uh, people dressed up with, with basically almost like little carts. Uh, we had a Team Rocket. Uh, with Ash and Pikachu, a lot, a few Team Rocket actually saw from Pokemon. That's not surprising at all. Yeah, the third yeah, Pokemon's a big deal. And the third photo I sent you there is of uh, one of the more original ones. It was the girl dressed up as King Koopa, and her shell and and Koopa hat completely knitted. Oh wow, that, that is, is yep, that's fantastic. Completely knitted. Um, we have a link in a Zelda, and then um, I think fitting for October, we have a zombie Luigi and zombie Princess Toadstool. Well, you know, I mean, that's that that just makes sense. And I think one of the funniest original ones, and that last picture I sent you, was uh, three uh, characters like... from Final Fantasy VII. Yes, are those but... like made out of paper? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but they're like they're blocky, just like the graphics from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> right, it's it, it's 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 a true PS One tribute. It really is. I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, so That's we really had, awesome. Yeah, definitely. And uh, beyond that, we had some uh, some other like kind of video game retro related stuff. Uh, some of this I'll post when the when the podcast drops. When I'm sending Anthony right now, Ant, this is. Um, well, you'll see when it comes through. So there it goes. And uh, let's send that see. As well. Oh wow. Okay. So it was if you remember Muscle, the uh yes. the little figures, the flesh colored figures, wrestling figures, but they made Street Fighter Two Muscle, they made Mega Man Muscle. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was did pretty you, cool. Did you buy the uh, Mega Man ones? No, at that point, actually, I was walking around with uh, with Josh, and I was pretty low on cash at that point. Well, yeah, I mean, after after day one, when you told me you spent your entire weekend's budget, I, I was really like, oh, did. yeah, well, that's not surprising. Oh, my God, I spent so much money on Friday. It's ridiculous. I can only imagine. Uh, it's a nice Goro statue. No, that is not oh, Goro. Oh, not Goro. That, was, that is Kintaro. You're right. I apologize. Mortal Kombat 2. I apologize. You are correct. Yes, and it is, it is amazing, Kintaro statues. So, yeah, so anybody listening, just uh, head on over to our page and check out these images. They're pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, and as far as art that I bought, uh, I think and this one uh, I think you'll really get a kick out of. This one I love. I think I may have already shown it to you uh, as it's coming through. It's basically it's on a sheet of metal, and it's an NES controller. Yes, I saw again, this. It's on metal. I mean, this thing is gorgeous. Yeah, but the question is going to be, where are you going to hang it? You're out of room. No, I, you know what happens? Actually, there's a whole section of my wall I was saving for a poster that I have. Um, for Christmas, many moons ago, I had gotten, my parents got me a WrestleMania 1 poster signed by like 25 different wrestlers. Oh, wow. But we never got around to framing it. Like, because we're going to put, that's going to be like professionally framed, not like the Michaels frames that I pick up every now and again. But we just haven't gotten around to it. So no, hey, don't disrespect Michaels. They have some good stuff. Oh, I love most of my frames are from Michaels, but this one's they're they're giant poster frames. I'm gonna be honest, don't really hold up too well. Ah. Uh and then uh this I just want to show uh for not and then we'll get into it because I bought a lot of games at Comic Con. Uh this is pretty cool. Well, the first of all, the Nintendo metal art I want to give a shout out to Herofied. 
they you can find them on Facebook. They got a lot mm-hmm. of cool um, metal sheeted signs, uh, all original artwork. That looks pretty sweet. And this I'm sending over to Ant right now, which I'll, I'll also put this on the. It's not retro gaming, but I think it's pretty cool and and stuff that I like. Uh, some uh, kaiju art, giant monster art, which is as Ant's going to look at it now, King Kong and Godzilla. And uh, well, that, but, but, that, that's not retro gaming. No, it's not. Uh, the King Kong you're, on you're, top. You're, break, you're breaking the rules of our podcast. <laughs> the uh, the King Kong on top is actually original artwork. That's watercolor, original artwork. Uh, the Godzilla was a print. Uh, and he threw that in with the original artwork. So I thought that was pretty sweet as well. That's from uh, Nicholas uh, Dertinger. You can catch him out. Uh, Nicholas Dertinger. And then the final uh, piece of art is that a is that wait wait is that a little uh, Howard the Duck sticker I oh, see yeah, on no, the Godzilla one that was kind of like his uh, his business card yeah oh. it was a little Howard the Duck like literally it's like two inches by two inches that's cool <laughs> uh, and then the final pieces I want to show you which I'll put up on the page later on mm-hmm. Tuesday uh, is a group called Thirteenth Floor you may have seen their artwork <laughs> in the past. Uh-huh. And he basically he takes World War Two photos and superimposes Star Wars into it, and I mean it comes out. I, I did see this. Yes, uh, and the guy was actually there, so I got these pieces of art signed by him. Uh, you know, again, That's fantastic. Thirteenth floor, and uh, the one the battleship one. It's funny. I crashed at my parents uh, for Comic Con. So I brought the Battleship one home. It's Battleships uh, and some TIE Fighters coming through. Mm-hmm. And I showed my dad, and I would have never thought, because it's Star Wars, um, plus it's Star Wars superimposed into war footage. So I didn't think he'd get a kick out of it, but he actually liked it. So then I'm like, he goes, who'd you get that for? I'm like, me? So I go, uh, okay. So then the next day I went out and I bought the other one, which is a couple of uh, infantry men. Hitting the uh, hitting the beach there, and you see the Death Star in the background. So uh, Dad's getting the uh, the poster with the battleships, and I'm going to keep the one with the infantrymen. <laughs> uh, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, both again, both signed. And I and I agree. I didn't I, I didn't think your dad would take kindly. To no, that. I didn't think so. I mean, I thought he'd just be find it interesting, but yeah, so. <laughs> or or he would have or he would have condemned you, for <laughs> you it, tear you it know. in half in front of me, basically. Um, um, well, that's all, that's awesome, though. Yes, no, very cool stuff. The big thing I want to talk about, though, is so I definitely made some purchases at New York Comic Con. I purchased six NES games at New York Comic Con. Um, on top of the twelve that showed up from GameStop. <laughs> yes, and um, uh, I happen to do a little shopping at GameStop as well. And for the um, <laughs> Um, for anybody who's listening, and, and it's quite possible that when this podcast drops on Tuesday, that the sale may still be going on because as of today, um, the sale was up and running. Oh, okay. Still. So um, GameStop is having a retro game sale or just a used game sale in mm-hmm. general, um, actually. If you buy four games priced at nine ninety nine. You get fifty percent off all four, so you you buy forty dollars worth of games, you get it for twenty. If you buy uh, games that are listed at four ninety nine, um, and you buy four of them, you get them for ten bucks instead of twenty. It's again fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. And if you buy four games that are seventeen ninety nine, 
um, they will give you almost 50% off, basically, and they'll drop it down to 10 bucks. So then you can get four games for 40 So he, which is basically a really good sale oh, if you're trying to... If you're trying to stock up on games that have been out for a while, whether they're, you know, it's as recent as PS4 uh, yeah, and Xbox yep. One. So it's like it goes all, you know, it goes all the way up to current to the current systems, but goes all the way back to the NES as well. Um, so, yeah, anybody out there who's interested in stocking up, um, you know, or building their collection on a bunch of games they've been thinking about buying or they were going to buy and they didn't. And now they're priced down. It's like now would be a great opportunity to uh, to grab some from GameStop. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I went in there, I saw a couple, and then next thing I knew, I got like 12 games in my shopping cart. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'll be telling you about the 20 that I bought. <laughs> this is this was my fear when we started this podcast, yeah. that I would just... And some of these games I can easily buy for like real cheap on the virtual console from the Nintendo Virtual Console, which I don't have a problem with. But then again, like we've talked about in the past, is something about having that physical copy, especially since I got the retro on HD and the games work. Right. Yes, and uh, the same with me, but without the retron because I have every original system. <laughs> so um, you want to start? See what, what games you ended up getting in the mail? Yeah, sure. You've been talking enough. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> so Oh, I will. I will start out with. Uh, well, no, no, no. I'll end with that. I thought it would be funny. Oh, well. All right. So, um, I'll pro- I'll try and start with like the more current ones since we're you know we're we're more about the retro games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did buy stuff all the way up to the PS4. So so for PS4, I picked up Batman: Arkham Knight. Oh, nice. Um, because I have the um, I have the other ones. I have the other ones, and that was the one that I was missing. Okay. Uh, I don't ha- I don't have Origins yet. I got to look for that. Uh, but I got Batman Arkham Knight, um, and, and again, like the prices I got for these were great. So that was like five bucks. Oh wow! Holy cow! Yeah. So that was one of the ten dollar games at half off. Okay. Um, for uh, Xbox 360, I got Red Dead Redemption. Nice. Which everybody talks about how great that game was, and I had never gotten a chance to play it. Uh, somebody had told me they're like, it's it's like it's like Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. That's like, exactly what I was thinking. I was like, GTA in the Wild West. I was like, West. perfect. Yeah. I know there's a, uh, I know the second one is coming out soon. Uh, I, so I picked that up for five bucks also. Wow. Um, Mass Effect for uh, oh, 360. Good pull. Uh, also five bucks. Very good. Um, uh, Uncharted 4, Thief's End for PlayStation 4. Wow, that's recent. Okay. Yep. Also, five they, You know, they're planning a movie for Uncharted. And uh, what's his yes, name? Yes, I Tom heard Holland about that. Is going to be in it. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, looking forward to that. All right, so now we're going to go backwards a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll switch back to the Wii. Okay. Um, on the Wii, I picked up Super Mario Galaxy, which is one of the very hmm. few super, like, console Super Marios that I have not played. Uh, Galaxy and Galaxy Two, but I picked up Galaxy for five. Oh wow, <laughs> which is insane! I Absolutely. was like, wow, I, was like, I wasn't expecting that to be that cheap. Um, and then going to the um, Xbox, the original Xbox, okay. um, Shadow the Hedgehog, <laughs> uh, Sonic's buddy Shadow, Sonic with uh, a gun. That's what it is. So- yeah, Sonic with a gun for a whopping two fifty. Oh, I'm sorry. Mass Effect for 360 was only 250. Also, wow! Holy cow! Sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, I got some great deals. Uh, and then we're gonna jump to uh, N64. I picked up uh, South Park. Which one? Remember the original South Park? Oh, game? okay. <laughs> the the, first, the, the uh, you know I I owned it when it first came out, and I remember like I didn't enjoy it that much because it was it, it was a first person mm-hmm. uh, shooter kind of game, and I'm not 
big on first person shooters. Yeah. Uh, but I picked it up for nostalgia purposes, and again uh-huh. for five bucks, I was like, you can't go wrong. <laughs> but it was kind of fun to go back to it and listen and, and like because the opening to the game uh, is the original opening to the show, just done in uh, in sixty four. Oh, right. Like that's in three D. Right. Yes. So. It was actually really weird because it's the first time ever you see the South Park characters in 3D. <laughs> That's true, yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Um, and then, let's see, let's move on to uh, PlayStation 1. I picked up a, f- a handful for PlayStation 1. Uh, so I, uh, I also picked up Final Fantasy Anthology for PlayStation, which um, includes Final Fantasy 5 and 6. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. weird. Okay, cool. So uh, those were two two Final Fantasies I've never played. So And everybody... Everybody says that uh, six is pretty awesome, so okay. uh, I want to give that a shot. I also picked up Resident Evil Two for PlayStation. Now, I had Resident Evil Two, and I have the original packaging, like the original box with the instruction booklet. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the discs disappeared. Really? So for the yeah, so for the longest time, I've been carrying around the pa- you know the original casing without the without the game. <laughs> so did you so know this until the- recently? Um, I figured it out, I think, yeah, a couple of years ago. Well, oh, okay. no, I figured it out like last year when I opened, when I, <laughs> when I, when I took out all my consoles and decided, okay, we're going to play these suckers. <laughs> um, and then I opened it up and I said, wait, where's the game? And then I went through all my music CDs and everything, couldn't find the game. So, um, uh, That's GameStop like- had it on the sale. What? That's like when I was I did a um I did a, a flea market like I actually set up a, a table at a flea market um and I was selling a lot of stuff I got from all the crates I was doing for a while like loot crate and all this stuff yeah but I also had um because I had all the uh, the ACDC CDs but I had converted them to digital so I didn't need the physical CDs anymore so I I was selling all of them and a guy was gonna buy all like all ten albums I was like sweet I made him a good deal he, he starts to walk away he goes the CD's not in here. It's like, oh, it must be my car. I apologize. He goes, it's not in this one either or this one either. I sold them all cases, and I didn't even realize every C- – and I to this day, wow. that was like two years ago. I still don't know what those CDs are. Wow. Clearly, I gave him his money back, but I had no – I was just going to say, you were trying to rob people, basically. I, <laughs> it was wild. That's, that's, a great, that's, a, that's a great thing to announce on a, on a podcast that people It was a mistake. To. It was a mistake. If <laughs> Any anyone who listens to our podcast who happens to work for the authorities, um, I'll give you Larry's address. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So Resident Evil Two, I, I completed my set. My, my you know, my very good, there. very good. Uh, also picked up Resident Evil. Oh, all right. This is more recent. Uh, Resident Evil Five. Ooh, for okay. Three sixty. Yeah, because I stopped playing Resident Evil after Code Veronica. You loved Code uh, Veronica too. I loved Code Veronica. Oh. I thought that was great. So uh, I played one, two, three, and Code Veronica, and then stopped. So um, four, five, six. I don't know where they are now. Twenty-eight. Um, I think they're up to eight, uh, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're on seven or eight. But like now, I have. I think I have four, five, and six sitting here. So okay. Cool. I plan on picking those up again. Uh, and now back to the uh, PlayStation One. Um, two games I picked up that uh, were two of my absolute favorites on the PlayStation, and of course. Um, one of my favorite Marvel superheroes. So Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro. Oh, fantastic. We saw Spider-Man a couple weeks ago when Brandon was playing yes. live. So, I, and I used to love the fact that, like, Stan Lee yes. for Spider-Man, was, he's the one who narrated, like, basically your instructions. Like, when you did practice <laughs> mode, he taught you how to be Spider-Man. You sure who did. Better to te- who, who better to teach you how to play Spider-Man than Stan Lee? <laughs> um, so th- those were... Um, 
those were my uh, 12 of the 20 games I picked up. That was just my that was my first order. Oh, so you did then, two separate orders. Okay. I did two separate. So that was my first order, and I picked up 12. And then I was like, hmm. You know, I didn't pick up any NES games. Oh. And I should pick up some NES games. And then I went back online, and I saw – I was like, hmm. There's some good ones on sale, so I might as well pick those up too. They're still there and uh, still available. Right, and lo and behold, I picked up eight NES games, which arrived on Thursday. Nice. Um, so just to go down that list really quickly, uh, Blaster Master. Nice. Good pickup. Good pickup. Great game. Uh, and actually, one of my buddies, Rich, um, who uh, listens to our podcast and was on once or twice, uh, he was a big – I remember him playing this when we were kids all the time. Oh, Blaster Rich. Master. Okay, he I know was, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah okay, you know, yeah, Rich. Yeah. Um, so picked up Blaster Master, the original Metal Gear. Ooh, nice. Very first Metal you can, Gear. You which, can smoke in that game. Yes, I know. That's why I liked it. <laughs> um, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which <laughs> uh, which some people would say was better than the movie. Um, <laughs> I, I particularly liked the movie. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I was a kid. No, it wasn't. Um, really? I was a kid, though. Is what, this a Temple thing? Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom yeah, was no. a good movie? Oh, yeah, no, no. Most people do not like Temple of Doom. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Well, that's because your ears are closed. No, I mean, look, there's no fridge. There's no nuking the fridge. All right, we'll talk about it later. Well, that, that's that's a different podcast. Um, all right, <laughs> moving on to um, Double Dragon and Double Dragon 2. Nice, nice pickups. So the, the crappy Double Dragon and its superior. <laughs> when you play, No, when you play Double Dragon 1 on the NES, it's, very, it's just very cumbersome. And I think that's why people, compared to the arcade version, it wasn't very, it didn't port well, very well. Okay, fair enough. Right, and Double Dragon Two is awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, the original Ninja Gaiden. Okay, good stuff. Uh, which is excellent. And then uh, Spy versus Spy. <laughs> I forgot about that game. Yes, and to be honest with you, the, the game isn't anything special. It's you know you're basically just planting bombs in places, yeah. trying to trying to blow up the other spy, but. You know, I, as a as a huge fan of the the little comic when the comic book when I was a kid, um, that was just that was just a fun pickup. And last but not least, uh, Spy Hunter, which oh. I forgot how awesome it was. Oh, fantastic um, pickup! Love that game. And now, the 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 one little bit in uh, the the one little humorous bit of this story. So I take out all the games the other day to test them on my consoles because okay. I have all the consoles hooked up. So I'm like. All right. I'm like, you know, because some of these games are old mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, maybe one of them may not work. And I wanted to make sure, you know, they all worked. Otherwise, I would have to, you know, send them back for exactly. a replacement. So I test all 20 games. <laughs> one of them does not work. Uh Oh, let me guess. It's in one of the NES games. Nope. Really? Ooh. OK. All of the NES games work perfectly. Oh, wow. So, right, so we're talking, okay, so of all the games that I purchased, the games that are 30 years old work fine. The game that, the game that doesn't work, Batman Arkham Knight for the PS4. <laughs> the newest one, probably. Yes. The new, pretty much the newest one on my list is the one that does not work. All the old games work without a problem. Oh, does it just not boot? Yeah, it just, it just sits in the console and doesn't do anything. It's all so, scratched up, could you tell? No, no, it's clean. Oh, so I don't cool. know what the problem is, but uh, I will be... Uh, I'll be heading over to GameStop this weekend for a replacement because I, I, I can pretty much guarantee that they have that used game in stock. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, so yeah. So um, those were my 20. Uh, Larry, I believe you have 18. So Yeah, I'm, I'm short too. Well, it's maybe 19 because I did buy one separately, uh, which was a newer one. And I myself had some um, 
have some games that I do have to contact GameStop about because they're not working. I'll get into so of the yeah yeah six twelve yeah so of the eighteen I got well nineteen I guess we'll call it uh, four of them um, are not working. Uh, one of them didn't work, which I got to work, and we'll get into into a moment. But first, I just want to talk about again. This is a recent game, but a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, side scrolling shooters, vertical shooters, and my personal love for them. Yeah. So I did pick up on the PS4 Raiden Five Director's Ooh. Cut, which is a fantastic vertical shooter. Uh, great series, uh, and this one's really cool because it has like um, it actually has um, narration to it. Like it's almost it's it's almost like not a cartoon, but it's got some really good narration to it. It's called it's Raiden Five Director's Cut. Uh, it comes with a soundtrack as well, so I got to play that. And see how that oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, so that that plays awesome. So that was a recent one. So here is my haul. I've kind of grouped them together. I don't remember which ones from Comic Con, which ones from GameStop, but here we go. Um, and these are all NES games. Mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden Two. Nice. Really good I almost one. Pay, I almost picked that up. Uh, a classic, which actually I bought this game from my father, so he has a copy of it at home, but I bought one so I can play here. Silent Service. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that Love. game. Love. And I popped it in when I was – because I tested all these. I put it in, and this is probably, of all the games, amazingly, this was the one I played the longest. Like, for a few minutes because I wanted to test them. But I sat there. I just started playing this game, and everything just came flooding back. Oh, Silent Service is great. Very um, cool. Tetris, which I've okay, never owned. I never originally had it on the NES. Oh, wow. Yeah, I only had it on Game Boy. Okay. Uh, 1942, which I've been dying. I love. That's probably my all-time favorite vertical Yeah, shooter. that was another one. Like I was, on, It was on my list, and I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm buying too many games, and I had to like cut. I had to draw the line. 1942 <laughs> was where I drew the line, unfortunately. At least you know where the line is. Me, there, was just, there wasn't any other games available that I wanted. Oh, no. See, I had a line. <laughs> uh, Blaster Master, like yourself. Awesome. Carnarv. Because oh, you took the one I wanted from Long Island Comic Con out of my hands. No, 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 no. I did not take the one that you wanted. <laughs> I, I, I literally picked it up and had it in my hand, and I said, "Ooh, Karnov!" And then your grubby paw not how I reached out to take it out of my hand, and I'm like, "No, no, fine." <laughs> <laughs> Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now forty to sixty percent off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look, 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection, now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Uh, an original black box NES game, Pinball. Oh, yes, the black box games. And this is really the only one where the cover, where the sticker on the front is kind of, but not even bad peeling off. 
just a little bit on the corner. Okay. But this is probably the worst looking cart that I have, which is good. Yeah, I, yeah I was going to say, all of the carts that I got were super clean. Like, all of the labels were yep. great. I was I was very surprised. So this one I know I picked up at Comic-Con because I got a little story behind it. Uh, Mighty Bomb Jack. I love Mighty Bomb Jack. Oh, I remember Mighty Bomb yep. Jack. So, and actually, on last week's special edition New York Comic-Con episode, you actually hear me purchase, and I think... Uh, the Facebook feed probably already uh, crudded out by that point. But you hear okay. me purchase Mighty Bomb Jack, and you hear my excitement when I saw it. Plus, the guy was selling two of them, one for $10 and one for $15. So I'm like, all right, let's get the $10 one. So I purchase it. Awesome. I come home. I go to put it in. And, um, you know, it, it worked, but it was like in black and white. It was weird. Okay. So I was like, all right. And and for some reason, I don't know why, I kind of just hit start to keep moving with it because uh-huh. I forgot kind of what the graphics, all the graphics look like. It almost looked like a Game Boy version of Mighty oh. Bomb Jack, which as far as I know, there never was a Game Boy version. So for like for like two minutes, I'm like, did I just get like a Game Boy version on an NES cartridge? Like I'm thinking to myself because it looked very Game Boy like. Um, and then I, I turned it off, I popped it out, I uh, do what you're not supposed to do, I blew into it, I put it back in, and then that's when Shame. it started started going a little wacky. Like, I can still control the guy in the front, but it was glitching out. I'm like, alright, no problem. Okay. So I actually tried to bring it back to Comic-Con. Now, I bought this at a vendor. The guy doesn't know me from a hole in the wall, it's all cash, but of course I have it on video. <laughs> oh, maybe we did film it. Then. But of course you do. So I went back and I go, and I'm trying to be nice because it was someone else looking through the game. So I didn't want to yell out, hey, pal, your game don't work. Because I didn't want anyone else to start walking away from, from, the, from the table. Right. So I call the guy over and I kind of whisper to him. I'm like, the game's not, the game doesn't work. I bought this yesterday. And of course, the guy's like, what? I can't hear you. I'm like, all right, here we go. So I told him the game doesn't work. And he whipped out this little portable NES. I, I don't even know. It's... I don't even know what it is. I've never seen it before. But it plays NES okay. cartridges. So we put it in, and it, it worked. So I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I can promise you that this wasn't working on my system. And I, because I knew he'd question it. So I recorded myself at home, putting it in, uh, turning the system on, it not working. I recorded myself taking it out. And I took, I have a, you know, a, a Q-tip. I didn't have any solution. I'll get into that in a moment. But just rubbing the Q-tip on the connectors, because that's worked in the past, even dry. Okay. Uh, put it back in, still has that black and white look to it and, and glitching. So the guy's like, oh, what do you got? So now I'm getting into an argument with him about the Retron. Because he's like, oh, well, the Retron doesn't play all games. Well, I'm like, this is true, but the new Retron plays off the cartridge. It's not an emulator. Right. So he kept going, well, it doesn't play all games. I'm like, look, pal, I understand that, but as you can clearly see, the game's not working. You have another mighty bomb jack in fact i even told him i'll pay the extra five dollars if you want i don't have a problem with that because it's a really good game i just want to switch this out and he kept like testing it in his little mystery mini nes which i think all it did was because on those systems and the old retrons when you put the game in it rips the emulator and then you just need the game in there just to really play it it doesn't have to read the whole cart you know what I mean? I guess it's like one of the pins just tells it it's what game it is. So I didn't believe him as a hole in the wall. Uh, so I'm like, all right. He swapped it out. He, I didn't have to pay the extra money, which is cool. But then I felt bad because like the next two people after me asked to test the games. <laughs> so uh, now he's probably testing everything. I come home. I put the $15 one in the system. 
Lo and behold, it does the exact same thing. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm stuck with a cart. I'll put it on display. I can buy it on the Wii Virtual Console for like five bucks. But then that's when I went out and I finally bought a bin of rubbing alcohol. And rubbing alcohol is actually the best thing to use on the connectors. Because uh, blowing into it is actually the worst thing you can do. Exactly, but, which, I, which by the way, I still do out of habit. You're right. Yeah, and me too. I've done it a couple times too. Uh, they actually say the best way to clean it is they actually get some some brass polish and then rubbing alcohol. But, really? But we're talking like if you really want to get in there, you unscrew the cart, you take the cart apart, and you really get in there with some elbow grease as well. Uh, okay. But uh, just some rubbing alcohol and a Q-tip, you rub the sides, dry it off, popped it in, worked like a chum, Mighty Bomb Jack. Worked like a chum. All right. Well, congrats. So, thank you very much. And now I, I got the, the rubbing alcohol is now going to be part of the video game uh, display console. <laughs> you know, well, as it should be for any for any cartridge uh, you know, cartridge console owner, um, we should have that. So so, uh, so to round off some of the games, so the rest of the games that worked, uh, again, all for NES, Marble Madness. Uh, I already have that one. Rampage. Awesome. Oh, yeah, Marble Madness is awesome. Rampage, the original Rampage. Rampage is fantastic. Double Dragon Three. Ah, okay. Yep. Did I buy? Did I say the first Double Dragon? Uh no, you did not. Oh, did you get the first one? Wait, did I get the first one? No, you just said you got the third one. No, you're right. I thought I had the first one. Oh, never mind. Okay, no, that's spoiler alert. Um, so the rest of the games at work. 1943. Awesome. Popeye. Love Popeye. Ah, uh, Popeye was a great game. And I think I have that one too. TMNT 2, the arcade game. Ah, awesome game. Great. Probably the best turtle game on NES. Uh, yeah, either that one or I think that everybody loves talking about the third one, too. You know, I never played the third The Manhattan Project? I never played yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I think I, I, I remember playing it. I have the uh, I have two. I have the arcade game. Yeah. And I think I have the, uh, the first one as well. So here are the four that I also got, but these are not working. Uh, Ad- Adventure Broken. Island... Okay. And Paperboy. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, now those two, here's the thing. They 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 play, but the colors are off. Like it's missing one or two colors. Oh. Uh, because it's weird. Make any sense. Because um Master Higgins, the the guy on Adventure Island, like his his outfit is the same color as the green background, and I know that's not the case. So, oh, and Paperboy is like this weird like like lime green hue. <laughs> Oh, now wait, is this GameStop or Comic-Con? These are GameStop. Yeah, okay. these four are GameStop that don't work. So they are going back. Yes. Um, and I even kept... Did yours come in Ziploc bags? Yes, they did. <laughs> like, well, I found that funny. Um, well, they, they, I think they did the Ziploc bags so they wouldn't put the label on the cartridge. No, I like that. And they put this, the label of the game on the inside of the bag. Yes. So you can't lose it, which is cool. Yep. And then these other two games that just don't work at all, Double Dragon 1. Okay. And, which I found funny that you bought it as well, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, yours doesn't work? No, not at all. Uh, not mine, at all. My, mine works like a dream. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I saved some of the little kids in the mines before I shut it off. <laughs> uh, I even cleaned them. I cleaned it. Just wasn't, those just didn't boot up at all, those two. Okay. So, uh, so I emailed GameStop, and hopefully they won't have a problem swapping them out, or I'll get all the games for the same price. I don't care. And that's my video game haul. From GameStop and Comic-Con, and I'm really excited to sit down and uh, play these games for a long period of time. I'm thinking about even, uh, 
think I'll do some uh, rogue live streaming here over the next few weeks. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing lately, uh, but um, I haven't really had a lot of time. <laughs> Neither uh, have I, trust me. Yeah, but you know me with uh, yeah me with my lack of time. <laughs> so I want to. Uh, I definitely want to do some more live streaming, especially in October, because October is our you know it's a horror game month, yep. and I have so 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 many horror games that I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was very disappointed that yesterday, um, since we're recording on Saturday, yesterday was Friday the thirteenth. Yes. And I did not play Friday the 13th, the game, on Friday the 13th, which Bro, is just blasphemy. I'm going to be honest with you. I know we talked about it earlier in the day. Like, you know, let's let's stream Friday the 13th. If I didn't fall asleep at about 8.30 at night, I probably would have texted you at some point uh, to say, hey, let's let's get on the Xbox. I have just been this week, the last two weeks, let's see, two weeks ago Friday, you know, I was up at 1.30 in the morning for the Super Nintendo. Uh, and then I was just busy that whole weekend. Uh, this entire weekend, I had New York Comic Con. I mean, on top of that, work. I just haven't had a chance to rest. And of course, today's like my first day off. Where I'm not really doing anything. What happens? Yep. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. Well, of course you do. Ah, it's terrible. I mean, I'm wide awake, but yeah, but still, I, yeah, no, trust me, I get it. I've uh, I've had a I've had an interesting couple of weeks myself. But this Tuesday. Um, not Wednesday, because we've been we usually do our live stream on Wednesdays, like our official live streams for mm-hmm. whatever theme we're doing in the month. So, um, and since I will be traveling on Wednesday for work, uh, I will be doing my live stream this coming Tuesday. Okay. And my horror game is yet to be determined. <laughs> um, I have about three or four that I'd really like to play. Okay. Um, but I will uh, I will eventually settle on one. Um, and maybe maybe two. We'll see. Oh, why not? Uh, but, hey, listen, you got the uh, yeah. time. Yeah. So um, yeah. So look for my live stream on Tuesday um, for Horror Game Month, and uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, two more things to wrap up this segment here. If I'd be remiss, just going back to Comic Con real quick. One is that oh, this I forgot to show you. So there was a uh, a display with some old school games. I just sent Anthony a picture of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out in box. How much did he want? $200. Wow. I mean, it's a good-looking box. It's almost, I mean, I'm not going to say mint, but it was a really good-looking box. That does look, wow. Yeah. Is that brand new? I I wouldn't say brand new, but close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also, uh, Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi Channel uh, had like this. Not a booth, but they had like a whole section, kind of like a lounge. You're able to get yep. free T-shirts and stuff there and just chill out, recharge your phone. And they had eight arcade cabinets there, free to play. Ooh. Uh, I'm not going to remember all of them, but uh, Donkey Kong, Frogger, which wasn't working. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2, Pac-Man, not Ms. Pac-Man, unfortunately, but OG Pac-Man. Uh, a few others, and they had, which I haven't seen this system this arcade in a long, long time, short of there is a version at Barcade in New York City, uh, about ten or so blocks from from the uh, from the Garden, yep. but just out in the open versus Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm gonna be honest with you, it had a line. I'm sure it did. Yep. Um, it 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 exists also at the um, Pinball Hall of Fame in Las Vegas. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember you telling me yep. about that as well. So it's very, very scarce where it is. That's but. For like just a group like a sci-fi channel, just grabbing a handful of arcade machines to bring with them. I mean, I feel this is the most obscure that they could have picked, which is good. Yes. Don't get me wrong; I'm happy. No, which is awesome, as as you can tell by the line that was there. I mean, yeah. it just 
Yeah, that that is an awesome game. I wouldn't mind getting my hands on it. Well, um, remember, it's it's going to be available on the on the Switch soon. It's going to be one of the arcade games. As no, 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 I meant the actual arcade. Oh, well, that's cabinet. that's besides point, that yeah. would be awesome. Uh, the two biggest complaints. Um, yep, real quick. Two biggest complaints people had about uh, versus Super Mario Brothers. A, where's the first one up? They all kept jumping for the one up. Meanwhile, uh, it's not yeah. in the game. Uh, and not. two, uh, how difficult it is to play Super Mario Brothers with a joystick. Uh, yeah, because, you know, um, we're used to playing it with a crosshair. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so totally different. Um, and then one last, last thing before we uh, end this segment is um, uh, for anybody out there who plans on uh, collecting video games like us two crazy people do now that we have, you know, we have this podcast going. <laughs> um, I found this app on my phone. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Um, it's called CLZ Games. Ooh, okay. Now, um, apparently this company also does, like, uh, they do apps for comic book collecting and things like that. But basically, um, it's an app that allows you to capture your collection of video games. So I downloaded the trial version because the full version is, like, 15 bucks, And I'm Ooh. like, okay, I'm not, I'm not paying 15 bucks for an app unless I... I agree, know, I agree. Unless it's really cool. But, um, so... I downloaded the app, and then it allows you, at least the free version, to put in up to 100 games. That just doesn't to see seem what like the a app. lot. Oh, oh, the trial. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the trial version, not the, yeah. the full version. You can put unlimited. Gotcha. But the trial version has 100 games on it, and I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not talking about this to promote the app. It's just that I, I you know, yeah, I was like, I, I downloaded it last yeah. week, and I'm like, let me give it a shot. So I downloaded it, and I put in a bunch of games. And I gotta say, like, this app is really, really cool because not only do you put the games in. Um, but it gives you the, um, I don't know if you can see that on my screen, Oh uh, yeah. but, but it gives you the artwork for the games. Oh, look at that. It gives you the, the console, the year of release. Um, oh, that's and what then, that is. Yep. And then when you click into the game, it actually will give you product details, including what the game is going for price-wise online oh, either wow. loose complete in box or never opened wow that's cool yeah it's also got like the um the genre of the game the yeah the developer um uh the uh date of release that that is good let's promote yeah i'll put a link uh, so, i'll put a link in the description yeah, that so looks CLZ, awesome. yeah so clz games i'm actually like i've put in um i've been putting in games just off of memory i'm like mm-hmm. all right what games do i have at home just to throw it in there and i'm like all right so i'm doing all of that and i'm like um i put in 65 games and i gotta say it's like it's really really cool you can switch you can switch your view um it doesn't just have to be a list you can just do cover view ah, and nice. scroll through all the covers i like that one um you can do um you know you can do uh, you can do you sort them alphabetically. You can sort them by console. Um, it's really really cool. And then there was one thing I could have sworn I saw it, uh, but I can't find it again. I got to look at it. But it'll tell you overall based on your collection, depending on um, if you adjust it or not, because you can adjust 
like remember what I told you about the prices? Yeah. It highlight it it automatically highlights the complete inbox one. But you can you can go into the settings and put which one you have, like if you just have it loose or if mm-hmm. you have it in box. And then somewhere in I could have sworn somewhere in here I saw a cumulative amount oh. for how much your how much your collection's worth. Oh man. <laughs> if you put it all in correctly. That can get dangerous. I did something like that with the pop vinyls that I had on a website. Yeah, so um yeah, and then you can also you can also create a wish list for That's games cool. that you want to get. So you can, see, and the reason why I was looking for something like this is because every time I go to if I go to a convention, if I go to uh, if I go to like um, uh, just if if I go retro game shopping, basically mm-hmm. um, anywhere, I can never remember all of the games I've already <laughs> yes. purchased. And then all of a sudden, like I'll bring a game home and I'm like, oh wait, I had this. So I've been saying I need to download something. That keeps track of my collection. I was doing that uh, at Comic Con at New York. I'm standing there going, "Did I order this already? Is this in my exactly. game in my GameStop order?" So, and I think you can also. Um, it's not just for your phone. I think you can. Da- I think you can download it on your computer also and sync them. Ooh. So that way, it's not just on your phone. Sweet. Um, I gotta. I gotta look that up and confirm that. But yeah. So I like based on based on just this trial run I've done with it. I'm very very happy, and I will be purchasing the full volume because i definitely have more than 100 games <laughs> so check it out clzgames.com we'll put the link in the description and and i'm gonna leave this photo with you because me and him uh, finally met up i'm afraid oh yes <laughs> yes josh from victims and villains uh well you, yes mission accomplished you guys have met in person <laughs> i haven't i haven't met him in person yet because i live too far away um <laughs> but uh, i have to say that is one Scary uh, photo, janky photo. Yeah. <laughs> wow, jo- I see that Josh makes quite an impression. He sure does. I think I do too. So uh, that's our haul from New York Comic Con and GameStop. Uh, yeah, be on the lookout because this ain't the end of it, folks. There will be more. Oh yeah, there will be more. Unfortunately. All right, it's time for my favorite segment of the week: uh, Wacky Retro. <laughs> Ah, okay, so this week's Wacky... uh, I'm actually replacing Wacky Retro Games for October with Spooky Retro Games. Oh, now it's my scariest portion of the show. Yes, so this week's Spooky Retro Game (laughs) um, is called White Day, a (laughs) Labyrinth Named School. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It was was developed by a country called Sonori. Uh, and it was developed and released in Korea. The country developed it. Yes, yes. Okay. No, 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 no. The, the, the company's name was Sonori. Oh, I thought you said country. Okay. <laughs> no, no. The com- The developer was Sonori. Fair enough. It was released in Korea. Gotcha. Got it? Okay. Um, it was released on the PC September 5th, 2001. Okay. So, uh, White Day... If you do not know what White Day is, White Day is um, just the the background to White Day. Okay, mm-hmm. so White Day is like Valentine's Day, but the opposite interpretation of it. So in in uh, countries in Asia, White Day is when a girl will give a guy she likes chocolates or oh, something to basically okay. indicate that she likes them. It's yeah, basically you know like on Valentine's Day the men give it to the you know give something yeah. to women. White Day, women give something to the men they like, um, okay. and it's and it's um, and White Day takes place on March 14th, which is a month after Valentine's Day. Oh, 
Okay, so that's that's the that's the history of White Day. Now the game White Day. It's a PC Korean horror game which follows a teenage high schooler lusting over a girl, um, and it leads him to sneak into their high school late at night to put um, chocolates into her desk on White Day. Okay. 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 Um, I'm sorry. Um, I, the other I way around. My, uh, yeah. No. 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 That's correct. Valentine's Day in Asia is when girls give guys stuff. White Day is when guys give girls stuff. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No problem. Sorry. Uh, Just to correct that. Okay. (laughs) So he sneaks into the high school to put chocolates in her desk for White Day. Okay. Okay. And then, however, what happens is um, things start getting weird in the school um, as other students are there uh, sharing ghost stories. And then as the night goes on, um, all of these ghosts, like a bunch of like these ghosts start to show up and all this crazy stuff happens. Um, and then so um, the purpose, the point of the game is to solve puzzles and outmaneuver like the ghosts and scary things that are trying to murder you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, in the game. Now, uh, additionally, in this game, there is a crazy janitor who basically will if he sees you in the school hallways, he will chase you and beat you to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> God. It's like some public schools. Yes. Oh, and then on top of that, you're you're you know playing as the protagonist. You there are no weapons in the game to help you. Ooh. So it's basically it's basically running and hiding and surviving and solving puzzles to escape. Oh, that is that now, is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Now, this game was so scary that the developers had to release patches for the game to make it less scary because people <laughs> refused to finish the game. <laughs> Because they were too scared to play it. No way! They dumbed yes. down the difficulty. <laughs> no, 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 no. They well, dumbed down the scares. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought this was a perfect one to focus on for October. Spooky retro games. Now, the um, the the, uh, the the cherry on top for this one, they re-released it on the PlayStation 4 two months ago. So I will be getting my hands on this game. <laughs> Here in North America? I hope so. <laughs> So that, so that is this week's spooky retro game, White Day, a labyrinth named School. I must own this. All right. So, uh, and we, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the, the mini craze. I mean, SNES, the NES, the Genesis, the Atari. These are all mini consoles that have been released, and it, it's not stopping there. No, it's definitely not going to stop. I mean, I'm sure as more companies realize the value or the uh, you know the potential money makers that all of these minis are, that more of them are you know just going to keep coming out. Um, you know, we still don't have all of the information on the Atari box. We know that it's going to be. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a an homage to the classic Atari, in addition to playing modern games. Mm-hmm. So, I'm um, very curious to see how that plays out. But meanwhile. Um, earlier this week, um, it was announced that uh, the Commodore 64, the good old-fashioned Commodore 64, will now be getting a mini console, which I'm sure our, um, you know, one of our, our guest hosts and the um, the other half of your Better Half podcast, uh, Frank, will be more than happy to hear about because you know he's come on our show and talked about how big of a fan of the Commodore 64 he was because that was his console when he was yeah, a kid. Yeah, and I had a f- very small handful of games uh, for it. Just recently, you were talking about the abundant number of games that you had. 
Oh, yeah, there's no question. I mean, and, you know, the fact that the collection that I have now is ridiculous. And um, and again, um, at some point in time, um, when I ha- you know, when I have the time, um, uh, a friend of mine, Jamie, is going to join me. Um, to do a live stream of my Commodore, my original Commodore 64, and trying to figure out all of the floppy disks I have where the labels <laughs> fell off. <laughs> that so, should be a fun one. Yes, we'd like to figure out what games exist on there, and then we'll, you know, we'll play one or two, um, you know, just you know for fun and nostalgia's sake. So um, be on the lookout for that. But in the meanwhile, we need to talk about the Commodore 64 mini yes and it which is has been announced exactly what it sounds like it is a scale and you can go to the c64.com it basically what it is it's like these other mini systems is an hdmi output uh it's basically the uh the keyboard the commodore 64 keyboard uh that has the hdmi output has the two uh usb ports has a controller on it uh this thing looks really cool Yes, it it does look really cool. It's basically um, it's a fifty percent scale replica of the original Commodore sixty four keyboard. So it's just a miniature version of it. Okay. Um, it's going to feature um, HDMI output. Sweet. So you're going to be able to uh, plug this sucker into your you know nice LED televisions because i mean <laughs> what what better games to play on a you know 60 inch led television or a 4k tv than games that were created in 1982 so <laughs> so it's going to have a high definition output at 720p nice. they're, they're not they're, they're not going to 1080 that's all right uh but then again at this i think if it went to 1080 i think all of the games would just melt yeah right or like you know the sprites on the screen would explode um <laughs> You're going to get pixel-perfect graphics at a 4 by 3 ratio. So, again, no 16 by 9 um, Well, actually, no. There will be full-width uh, display mode options for never the U.S. That. and Europe. I'm sorry. Like, why do you want the game stretched? I never understood that. Just lock no, it in at the... Well, some people like to fill their... Tele- it's, mm. it, it's the same reason why I'll walk into my mom's house and watch, you know, see her watching all of her shows from the 80s on 16 by 9 and everybody <laughs> looks fat. <laughs> Because I think I think some people just don't realize it. That, that is absolutely true. So it happens. Um, so it will have a save game function. So for any of those ridiculously impossible games that were created for this system, and trust me, there were many, <laughs> um, you will have the opportunity to save your... Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply game nice. which is fantastic um it will have two usb ports now the um the mini's keyboard is not a functional keyboard it's just a replica of the original oh. keyboard because 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 it's small i would uh, assume like uh, yeah. when we see 
when we see the actual size of this thing, trying to type on it would probably be ridiculously hard. I guess you're right. Or yeah. However, there will be two USB ports, and you can plug a USB keyboard, a regular size USB keyboard, into it um, and use the system as an original C64 home computer. It will be loaded with C64 Basic, so Ooh. you can actually use it. Now, what you can what you can use it for, I'm not sure, hmm. because it's not it's not like it's coming with a floppy drive to put games in or anything like that. So, <laughs> curious to see what happens with that. Um, uh, or you can use both USB ports for joysticks, so Very you can cool. play you can play your games you know via joystick, which is you know obviously awesome. Um, the feature I hope it has is when you load a I'm dying to see what it looks like to load a game, quote unquote, because I really want all of a sudden just it's like like of the hard drive. Of the I used to hits. love that. That was <laughs> awesome. Five and a quarter. Like, yeah, because you knew it was working when it was doing that. And you're like, my game is coming. Like, my some... game's coming at least only five more minutes. <laughs> like, someone who never had a Commodore 64 before, all of a sudden you hear, like, there's a. Like, what is that? What's going on? The machine is going to explode. Like, no, that's the sound of yesteryear. <laughs> nope, that is. That is. That, that that was also the sound that they almost that they pretty much ported over to uh, America Online when it first came out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, listen, listen. R.I.P. A.I.M. No, oh, that's right. AIM is going away. Uh, no, that this little console but, looks really, really cool. Yep. Um, ad- additionally, it's also gonna um, it's also gonna support software updates by- via USB flash drive. Really? So yeah, so um, there, that already keys us into there will be updates released for this, which could possibly mean additional games besides the ones that are being released on the console. Hello, modding. Yeah, exactly. Um, holy it's cow. A- so we're going to get into the games in a moment, and I don't know if you saw this, but I'm checking out the website. This is only the first edition of this coming out. A full-sized, fully working version of the Commodore 64 is also scheduled for 2018. Oh, man. And I don't I'm know out, what they I'm mean by room. that. Does that mean a monitor as well? I don't know, but <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> So, oh, and also, according to the website, vc64.com, it looks like it's going to be uh, $69.99. All right. So for $69.99, you're probably wondering what you're going to get for yes. $69.99. And, and that's for our international fans. That's $69.99 US dollar, $69.99 British pound. And for those of you suckers using the euro, it's an extra 10 bucks, $79.99. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. One, two, three. Uh, hold on. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So, and for 60, what is it? 69.99, right? Yeah. 70 bucks? Yep. So for 70 bucks, you're getting, as as it makes total sense, <laughs> 64 games. <laughs> there you go. You're getting 64 games. I should have I should have known that. <laughs> um, you're getting six. You're getting 64 games for 69.99 on the C64 Mini. And some of these games, I mean, for anybody who's played the Commodore 64, now I I played it as a kid. I I'm not going to say I played it extensively or had a ton of games, but some of the games on here I do remember playing, and they were kind of awesome. So you had games like um, Avenger, mm-hmm. not Marvel <laughs> Avenger, not the Avenger, Avenger. Um, California games, yes. which was ported to the NES. Um, Cyberdyne Warrior, which may have been a Terminator ripoff. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, Whatchamacallit? Uh, Deflector. 
Look at everyone's a Wally. What game is that? I have no idea. That's why I didn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, Cybernoid. Yes. Um, which was another game. Cybernoid and Cyber- Cybernoid the Fighting Machine and Cybernoid 2 The Revenge. There you go. Every sequel is about revenge. You got him. Let's see. Hawkeye. Again, not the Marvel character. (laughs) Um, Probably probably two of the better games on the system or two of the best games on the system, possibly. Uh, Impossible Mission and Impossible Mission 2. Absolutely agreed on that one. Which were uh, great games. Uh, Jumpman, which was a really cool game. I had a blast playing Jumpman. Um, Pit Stop 2. I remember Pit Stop 2. Yep. Pit Stop 2 is another good one. Uh, Robin of the Wood. In other words, Robin Hood. Uh, Speedball. Speedball was a great game. Yes, it was. And that a lot. I don't remember the sequel, but I can't wait to play it on here. Yep. And then um, uh, Summer Games 2, um, which was really cool. And then one more specifically, that, uh, and then they had Winter Games as well, which I played all the time. And I can never get the, I can never figure out how to get the figure skater to land on her feet. I remember doing that all the time. And I'm like, how do you land on your feet? I don't think she ever landed on her feet once. Uh, and World Games, which was another game I played all the time. Yeah, um, a so a lot of good stuff. Is it a game here, uh, Chips Challenge. What's that? Yep. Yep. So you get you get 64 games, and then um, the instructions are all going to be on the website. So you can actually click on the. Uh, you can uh, go to the website for all of the original manuals. I'm looking at which one of them. Really cool. I'm looking at actually. I'm looking at everyone's a Wally. It has some screenshots. It tells you yep. exactly what to do with the controller. Um, and uh, yeah, no, this is actually these are really detailed uh, instructions. This is really cool. Yeah, because we also got to remember, like games on the uh, Commodore 64. A lot of games back then, you know, it was. Um, you know, they were text-based games and things like that. So, um, Or they were really, really, really intense strategy games. Yeah, right. So your your manuals were, like, super thick because it was, like, you're talking about, like, plotting and planning. And I, I swear to God, like, some of the war, like, the, the war-based games, like, I don't know, if you've ever seen the movie War Games uh, <laughs> with Matthew Broderick from the 80s. No, I swear. No, no, I were believe there were Commodore 64 games where I swear, if you became an expert at playing those games, you probably could have joined the Army and pretty much like worked their computers and their strat and their systems because you, it, they were insanely complicated. You showed us one of the manuals a few weeks ago. Well, you showed me one of the yeah, manuals a few I, weeks ago. Yeah. How thick it was. We talked about yeah, it. And yeah. It was absolutely insane. And I posted that. I posted that on yeah. our, our Facebook page. It was absolutely crazy. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so like 64 games, 70 bucks, great deal. Um, you're, you announcing that there actually, there may be an actual Commodore 64 to, I don't uh, know. Buy again. Yeah. I don't know if they mean like a full keyboard, like a working keyboard in itself, or I can't imagine it comes with a monitor of some sort, but that'd be wild if it did. Oh, it, w- it would be awesome if it did like that good old fashioned tube monitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. I, I, you know, the sad thing is, I'd be all in. And I like, I, I really don't know where else I'm going to put stuff. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm definitely out of room. I mean, I, I've got twenty, twenty two consoles. Only one of them is not hooked up. Um, <laughs> at this point. My Atari 2600. Um, I just don't have that hooked up. Uh, but with the Atari box coming out, that'll be rectified. Honestly. Um, so, yeah, but the C64 Mini, um, uh, we'll, post, we'll post a link to the page on Facebook um, so everybody can check it out. I am very excited about it. I'm pretty sure um, Frank will be very excited about it. Um, yes. And, you know, this is just the original announcement, so more news to come. And the fact that they say it's coming soon, and with all of the information they have on their website, makes me wonder if soon is, like, super soon. There's no release date yet. I feel like um, maybe early 2018 is the vibe I'm getting. 
Yeah, I have a feeling that 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 may be right. So cool. Uh, I I will I will hope for um, holiday season because it would make more sense. But <laughs> well, not we'll holiday twenty eighteen. Hopefully, it's too long. Well, no, 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 holiday twenty seventeen. Oh, oh, eh, we will see. So yes, get it. See, see what I did there? We will see. See sixty four. All right. Yeah. No. 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 That. No. Don't do that ever. The- Stop. <laughs> Um, and you know the the, the Commodore sixty four is not really the the only thing of old that kind of was was new this time around. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, you want to talk about an old video game that had some kind of new life uh, into it. You went to uh, a, a concert recently, huh? I did, um, and I appreciate your attempt at segueing. Uh, <laughs> that, that 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 was that wasn't half bad. Um, it was still bad, but it wasn't half bad. So um, so yeah. So it, the only way we could have gotten I, into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a couple of weeks, and I've been wanting to t- I've been wanting to talk about this since I went to it. Yeah, right. But um, I I got the opportunity to go to the Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddess. Um, uh, it was two. It was actually two weeks ago. Um, sa- yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, it was the end of September, I believe. It was uh, September thirtieth, mm-hmm. and basically. Um, they've been having this concert for a couple, uh, at least a couple of years now. Um, and it, to sell, and this was this year was the 30th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda for NES hmm. uh, being released in the U.S. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, it came out in 1986 wow. on the Famicom system. 1987 in the U.S. So it is years. our it was our 30th anniversary. So I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to go to the Legend of Zelda Symphony. So basically, um, you know, I mean, it is exactly as it sounds. It's basically all all the great all the great music from all of the Zelda from 30 years of Zelda games um put together in a symphony <laughs> um and it was at the Dolby Theater um the Dolby Theater is home to the Oscars okay um so um i want to say if i'm not mistaken that this was the first time i've ever set foot inside oh, the Dolby cool so that that was that was the first and foremost like the coolest thing for me because as you know, um, I work in the entertainment industry. I've mm-hmm. always wanted, you know, I've you know, uh, of course, being at the Oscars is one going to be one of the one of the <laughs> things on my bucket list. You're getting uh, there. So yeah, I'm getting there. I mean, I, I I set foot in the Dolby Theater. Now, if I could have just found a bathroom to hide in until <laughs> next year when the Oscars were around, I would have been set. Um, however, wearing you know you know wearing a wearing a video game T-shirt jeans, I probably would have been kicked out anyway. So. Um, I get to the I get to the Dolby Theater, um, which is awesome. I walk up the nice red carpeted stairs, you know, which is really really cool, even though there's no carpet on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, so I go inside, and I, I got there early. I got there maybe like 45 minutes before the show. Um, two of my friends were supposed to join me. Unfortunately, they can't because they had a, a personal issue. So, mm. um, so um, the two people that wound up sitting next to me were strangers who bought the tickets off of craigslist uh, <laughs> uh, at least at least you sold them <laughs> yeah but they were they were super nice they were super nice um and you know they paid face value for them because okay. a scalper i am not yeah I don't um, blame no i'm like why should i um and um so anyway so um get inside the theater in the um you know just in the in, in the entrance way of the theater there's a small merch stand selling programs t-shirts and stuff um, and the line for this was it was like it was I don't know how to explain it. It was like snaked three times really just for the merch stand. There was only one merch stand. Holy cow. Um, so I was like, 
All right. Well, I, I mean, I'm like, this is, you know, this is kind of a once, not a once in a lifetime thing, but it's like, okay, this is my first time going. I want to get stuff. So I got in line. Um, ama- this was probably the best merch line I've ever been on because they only had one table, I think three or four employees. And at least there were at least a hundred people in line in front wow. of me. Wow. All right. I got through that line in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. They were they were on it. They were on it. They were super on it. Um, so I picked up a program. I picked up very my, nice. I, I picked up a program and I picked up a, a t-shirt from the from the show, which um, very cool. I'm not I'm not wearing right now because it's in the laundry. <laughs> uh, but um, so did that, and then of course stand around looking around at people. Obviously, you're going to expect people to dress up. Oh really? <laughs> it was cosplay. Oh yeah. So there, <laughs> there were. There, oh yeah, there was cosplay. There were a lot of links. There were a lot of Zeldas. I would hope so. Um, there were uh, there were a number of um, what's the was it Sheik? Um, oh yeah, Sheik what um, who Zelda? Of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wound up being Zelda? So there were some Sheiks. Um, my personal favorite though was somebody dressed up from Link from uh, in Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Now at one point in the game. You have to go to this town, and the name of the characters are um, – oh, man, they're just falling out of my head. There's a town in the game where only women are allowed to enter. Okay. Okay? Based on the race of uh, people. And, mm-hmm. and my, my brain's – I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of it. Fair enough. So in the game, you have to find a costume, so you dress up like a woman mm-hmm. to get into the town. Hmm. So there was a there was a guy there. There was a kid there. He's probably maybe 18, 19 years old. Really like skinny kid. Uh, blonde hair, dressed up exactly like Link did when he dressed up as a woman in wow. the game. That's a pull. To sneak into the, yeah, and because it was like um, it was like this really long flowing skirt, and then it was a halter top. <laughs> so, so he had the total midriff showing. Oh man! And then he had the he had a veil. That's awesome. On it, it looked exactly like the game, and I just like I chuckled, and I didn't get a chance to take a picture. Uh, but all <laughs> his friends were also dressed up as different characters. But I just thought that was a blast. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I got my program, got to my seat. Um, the program was, it ran about two hours. Oh wow! Okay, which was really cool. Um, you know, and then. They had um, they had a, they had the obviously they had the orchestra on the stage, mm-hmm. and then they had a they had a they had a large screen behind them that was playing footage from all the different Zelda oh, games as they were playing. Cool, really cool. Um, some of the um, some of the specific ones that they pulled out were um, they did um, Dragon Roost Island, Majora's Mask Medley. They did a Breath of the Wild Medley. Uh, they did a whole uh, section uh, for A Link Between Worlds. Oh, wow. Um, they covered uh, – those Those were like interludes, like in between like the main symphonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they they did um, Skyward Sword, Ocarina of Time, uh, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. Um, and they did a huge finale, which was really awesome. Um, so – and then – uh, the uh, the uh, program that I picked up it covers like some of the it covers the conductors and some of the performers but then in the back which I thought was really co- cool was they had a gameography oh that's neat which is really cool listing all of the Zelda games that came out that is really cool which is awesome and then I'm assuming I, the CDI games are not listed 
No, no, no. Those, those, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. There were no CDI games. That that is that is what Nintendo's stance is, and I will stand by that as well. <laughs> so, um, so then, um, yeah. So it was absolutely beautiful, and I did take it upon myself to record. One, a clip from the actual symphony. Okay. I did not record. I did not record video. I put the, I put the phone on my lap and just recorded Fair for the music sake. So I think um, we should turn it over and uh, well, we're going to play a little bit of that for you guys to hear, and then I will post the entire clip on our Facebook page along with a couple of images from the show. All right. Cool. So uh, so for everybody who's listening here, give this uh, clip a listen, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
right, Larry. Um, what is this week's cheat of the week? All right. You know what? We're going to uh, stick in with your symphony. Uh, and kind of shockingly, I really didn't think there were many cheats for this game, but we're going to talk about The Legend of Zelda. We're talking about NES, original 30-year-old Legend of Zelda. And right. we're going to talk about something that even I just learned recently, the secret save screen. Say that Ooh. three times fast. Secret so, save screen. Secret save screen. There you go. Uh, so normally you would have to save pretty much when you die in the game. You would. You, that's where you pretty much save. But mm-hmm. on now for this code, though, you need two controllers. Basically, on controller one, you press start. Now, on controller two, you press up and A at the same time. This brings up the secret save menu. So now you can save at any point in the game. You don't have to just die. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's going to change the way I feel like I'm going to play this game. And, I've, and I've, You know, it's funny. I've never... I never knew that, and I've played this game like a million times. Honestly, I mean, I got it's on the 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 NES Classic, which has save options anyway. But I'm gonna try and kind of maybe almost try and play through it like this. I think that'd be kind of cool. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, I wanna I, I wanna pop mine into the NES right now and give it a shot. That's better off trying on the on the OG uh, cart there. Uh, so yeah, the secret save screen on the original Legend of Zelda NES, and that's your cheat of the week. All right, you know what? It's October. It's horror month. Let's talk about something a little bit uh, spooky. We had the spooky game earlier, but let's get into the retro spotlight this week. All right, so this week's retro spotlight is Winnie the Pooh. Um, oh, no, uh, terrifying. No, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of, a uh, special shout-out to Brandon. Um, Brandon, thank you so much for your live stream this week of the Tigger game. <laughs> yes, right. Um, I know it's not exact. It wasn't. It wasn't exactly horror related, uh, but, but I know it, uh, he had trouble. He had trouble uh, live streaming his horror games, so he just uh, he went with the quickest backup he could find, and uh, Tigger won out. Listen, Tigger is scary in my family because Tigger accosted my mother in Disney World, so it was terrifying for me. Oh wow! Um, well, yeah, I've heard that story before, and uh, let's <laughs> uh, let, let's let's leave that for a different podcast. It's uh, a <laughs> whole other whole other thing. All right, so um, keeping uh, keeping in with the horror tradition, as you said, um, I wanted to do a retro spotlight on a game I've definitely talked about um, before on this podcast um, several times, um, and uh, it's perfect for this month. So this week's retro spotlight is going to be on. Tecmo's Deception. Okay. Oh, Invitation. one of your favorites. Yes, one of uh, one of my favorites, uh, mostly because of the uh, the storyline more than anything else. So this week's retro podcast is on Tecmo's Deception: Invitation to Darkness. Ooh, I didn't even know it had a subtitle. Yeah. Okay. It it did have a subtitle. Okay. So, um, in case you didn't know by the title, the developer and publisher of this game was Tecmo. Oh. Didn't guess. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, it was released on the Sony PlayStation on July twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six. Okay. Oh wow. So, and Tecmo's Deception actually was the first of five games that was released in its series. Five. So Holy cow. It, 
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. It's Kohl's Super Cyber Monday. Shop online and save with an extra $10 off 50. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 20% off. Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Save on Cuisinart Air Fryer and get 40% off Lego. Plus, free store pickup. Shop Super Cyber Monday today only at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, select deals valid November 30th only. 10 off 50 offer valid November 30th online only with promo code jackpot. 20% offer valid November 28th or December 2nd with promo code 20 off. Fitbit and Lego offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Yeah, it's definitely had some longevity, despite the fact that um, the game isn't very commonly known. I didn't know about it till we started talking about it here. To be honest with you, yeah, um, and it's a game. Like I said, I've had it for I've had it for twenty years. I bought it when it first came out, and I mm-hmm. still own I still own the original copy that I had. That's cool, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, wait, yes, that is correct. So, <laughs> so. Basically, the basic concept of the Deception games and Tecmo's Deception, it's an action game with RPG elements, and it kind of has a full motion video look to the game, kind of similar to what you would play on Sega CD. Okay. Um, Like that full motion or, you know, early PC games like your Seventh Guest and stuff like that. Like it's got that feel to it when you play it. Mm -hmm. So your sole purpose in the game and this is one of the reasons why I like it so much. And I know, don't, I know immediately, you know, you can, you can judge me on this. I don't care. Um, but the sole <laughs> Judging you for of, a long time. Yes, it's true. The sole purpose of the game is to ensure the resurrection of Satan and to obtain <laughs> his and to obtain his power. So, Sounds about right. <laughs> right. So you basically make uh, you basically make. Uh, yeah, you make you make a deal with the devil. Literally, you make a deal with the devil. And become master of this castle. And in this castle, what you do is you dispatch of intruders through um, positioning and activating traps. Okay. Okay. Bas- and basically, the whole purpose of the game, like, or at least the the way you proceed through the game, is you have to make a lot of moral judgments. Hmm. And I'll explain. I'll explain that in a little bit. Okay. So. So the protagonist, you know, you, the player, you take on the role of an unjustly executed man who pleads to the devil to spare his life as he's about to die. Wow. So <laughs> the devil, the devil, who is specifically referred to as Satan in the instruction manual. So they tell you basically flat out, you are making a deal with Satan. There's no if, ands, or buts. Yes. So Satan gives you, grants you his request, and he puts you in charge of his castle of the damned. Hmm. So when you take control of the castle, visitors start to show up and because they know that this is Satan's castle, basically. So some are coming because they want power. Some are coming looking for salvation. Why they're looking for salvation in Satan's castle is beyond me. Do what you do. And then other people are coming in for shelter. Okay. Now, the basic object for you is... You're you get to you are supposed to trap the intruders and then when you trap the intruders, then you get a choice. You can either destroy the intruders and collect their souls for Satan and for power, or you can let them escape. Wow, now, let them escape, okay. 
Right. But the choices you make all carry different consequences. So, for example, there's a point in the game where there are two parents, a mom and a dad show up at this castle and they're trying to find a cure for their dying daughter. Oh, God. And now you get the choice to either kill them (laughs) and keep their souls, which basically means their daughter will die, or you can let them escape um, and then deal with the repercussions later. Um, so dilemma, you, you can all, dilemma, right? So you can, um, you can, you can assume, you know, you can just assume what option I chose. Um, and then additionally, like, you know, when you would kill other intruders, it gives you the opportunity to get more magic points, um, or earn gold, um, depending on whether you take their souls or, or just flat out kill them, you get the options. And, Basically, all of these decisions you make lead up to one of six different endings for the game. Oh, damn, these so multiple endings. Of course, multiple endings. So depending on the choices you make throughout the game, you can get six different endings. Now, um, when I originally talked about Tecmo's Deception um, in this um, uh, on our podcast, I had no idea um, that there was there w- it was a series. I thought there was just one game because. Um, I never heard from it again. Little did I know, and when I went to the pinball, uh, when I went to the pinball hall of fame, there was a retro game store next door. Mm-hmm. I went to this, I went to that store, uh, Gamers Paradise, and the guy behind the desk that um, that was working there told me he was a huge fan of the Deception series. And I looked at him and I said, "What do you mean series?" <laughs> and they proceeded oh. to tell me. And then, I, of course, I looked it up later um, that there were several sequels to the uh, to Tecmo's Deception that were created. Huh. Um, there is Cod. Uh, Kajiro or Kagiro, basically Deception 2 for PlayStation. Okay. Deception 3, Dark Delusion for PlayStation. Okay. Uh, Trapped, T-R-A-P-T, hmm. for PlayStation 2. Now, I have all of those games. Okay. And then after that, we got Deception 4, Blood Ties for PlayStation 3. Oh, wow. And Deception 4, The Nightmare Princess for PlayStation 3 and 4. Really? Wow, went that yeah. far. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's been, it, it, yeah, it's all the way up to current gen. All right. Um, so the original Tecmo's Deception was actually fairly well received in terms of reviews. So Electronics Gaming Monthly gave it a 33 out of 40. Game Informer gave it a 6.5 out of 10, which is, you know, decent. Uh, okay. IGN, 7 out of 10. Uh, Game Pro was very favorable towards it. It was an eighteen and a half out of twenty. Oh wow! Um, sales for the game, which is probably why most people don't know it, uh, North American sales for this game were fairly low. It sold forty thousand copies. Oh, okay. Wow. So super low. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those games. Uh, again, when you think about the content mm-hmm. um, and the theme of the game, it's probably not that well received. You know? Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, everybody, play a game, and you know, you know. You know, help help Satan. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the uh, uh, you know I'm surprised this wasn't uh, this wasn't damned and uh, you know a bunch of Bible games released. All <laughs> the craze know, of 1996. Exactly. So um, so yeah, I mean, outside of that, there's fairly little. Um, actually, outside of that, fairly little information because again, this wasn't a very well known game. Um, the only one little cheat quote-unquote and it's not even mm-hmm. a cheat that i found for the game was that um if you put the disc into a cd player uh track two actually has a hidden music track on it really yeah but outside of that like no codes no anything basically it's just 
turn the game on and help Satan. <laughs> um, and uh, and you know what? And and you know, I've been I've enjoyed helping Satan for over twenty years. So <laughs> that is this week's retro spotlight. Uh, Tecmo's Deception Invitation to Darkness. And this week we're introducing a new mini segment for our podcast called "Did You Know?" Hmm. Um, and we're gonna start off with a good one, Larry. I got a, uh, so I got a question for you. Okay. Um, what is or what was the first officially licensed video game based on a movie? First, um, hmm. First officially licensed game based on a movie. Based on a movie, I'm gonna yeah. movie. I'm going to say I'm going to say Star Trek. Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. Well, Star Trek is a television series first off. Well, they had movies. Uh, oh, no, no, they had movies. But yes, I know <laughs> we had brought up the whole concept of uh uh Microvision on the handheld console. Mm-hmm. Uh the Microvision was the first had the first licensed handheld game with Star Trek, but that is incorrect. Oh, okay. Oh boy. All right. So the what was first- it? first the first movie, the first movie to officially give their license over to create a video game was actually Tron. Really? Movie. Yes. Wow. Tron. Now, now, Tron was released in 1982, but while they were during production of the film, work was underway on different video game adaptations. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense when you think of the concept of the film. A video game just makes sense for it. Yeah. And not only did it come out with one video, it came out with multiple video games. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So in 1982, the first one, the first game that hit the shelf was Mattel's Tron Deadly Discs, released for Intellivision six months prior to the actual movie premiere. Really? And, yep. Wow. And then additional video games for um, Tron that were released were the uh, actual Tron video game, uh, Tron Mazatron. Adventures of Tron and Discs of Tron. So all hmm. different. Um, th- th- those were the first officially licensed games. Now there were games to come out previously based on films. Like if you went to the arcade, there was actually a game for Jaws. There was a game for Death Race in the seventies, but they ne- they did not get permission to officially license the game. So Disney was the first one to actually officially license out their film for a video game, and that is this week's Did You Know. And this week in gaming, what do we I, got, bro? All right. Well, I was with the gentleman last week, and uh, all that's usually going through my head is his intro, Josh's intro into this week in gaming. Even when I was walking with him, yeah, it's you know, it, it, it's one of those things that wakes me up in the middle of the night, <laughs> and I'm usually screaming when it happens. <laughs> so what um, do we what do we got this week, Ant? So this week in gaming, we're actually going to we're going back far further than we've ever gone back before. Really? Oh man, yes. this is a this is a record for us we're for this week in gaming. Back to mole people. Okay, we are going back to 1971. Wow. Yes. Nin- okay. 1971, the HP Basic version of Star Trek was released. <laughs> wow. 71. So in 1971, it was a mainframe game. It was a text-based computer game that basically put you in charge of the USS Enterprise. Um, and your mission was to destroy the Klingon warships. That's wild. Yeah. So it was completely run in uh, Microsoft Basic. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it came out in 1971, and it was available on mainframe. So basically, it was going to be like one, you know, one of those big giant computers. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Huh. So yeah, so that was that was actually kind of cool to go all the way back to 1971, mm-hmm. Star Trek. Now we're going to jump all the way to 1978. Warp one, is, engage. 78. Okay. 1978, uh, and I don't know if I can say this correctly, but. Um, San, Santa Paravia and Fumaccio on the TRS-80 was released. <laughs> now, I know. A Spanish game? You... Sounds like a Spanish game. No, actually, it's an Italian game. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, or, it's basically, yeah, or it has Italian origins. So um, it's basically uh, a precursor to a SimCity game. Kind oh, of a really? city-like game, wow. where you're you're a merchant in 15th century um, Italy, mm-hmm. uh, and basically you have to build yourself up from a merchant prince to a king or a queen, and that's how you would win the game. And the way you would win the game is basically um, kind of similar to a SimCity game, where there are like natural disasters that happen and people invade and things like that. But you're supposed to basically build the city up. Um, and become king or queen of your city. Hmm. Uh, so that that is uh, Santa Paravia and Fiumaccio, okay. or however you say it, because I'm Italian but horrible at saying it. Um, <laughs> moving on to 1982 for DOS, okay. we got Computer Operator. <laughs> Isn't that every game? Um, yeah, so basically it's a text-based game where you are a, haha computer operator. <laughs> oh, I would never, never have guessed. <laughs> that, that, is, that is literally what the game is about. <laughs> so um, I thought that was kind of funny. Yes, very much. Um, moving on to 1985, we got the arcade version of Tennis for Two. <laughs> oh, okay. At least it's a two-player uh, game. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can't figure out what that is, it's... Tennis for two. It's two-player <laughs> tennis. Um, moving on to 1986 on the Famicom Disk System Ooh, in Japan. Okay. We got one of our favorite games, uh, Pro Wrestling. Oh, nice, nice. The original Pro Wrestling. Sweet. Starman. Starman. Star Star I saw Starman a few weeks ago when, when I went to the wrestling I, show. I know you did. And then there was that weird um, – who was that weird lizard guy? Oh, the Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. That's it. That weird, ah. weird lizard Amazon guy made no sense to me. Um, <laughs> moving on to 1987 on the Sega Master System in Japan. Okay. Uh, Fantasy Zone Two. Oh, nice game. Good game. Yep. Um, moving on to 1988 on the Game and Watch multi-screen. Oh wow! In '88. In 88 in the U.S. Wow, that's late, I feel was, like. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty late, too, when I saw it. So Game & Watch Multiscreen, the game was called Gold Cliff. Hmm, okay, I never heard of that one. I never heard of that one either, but I just thought it was interesting that it yeah. came out that late. Uh, moving on to 1989 on the Sega Genesis in Japan, Rambo 3, which <laughs> I find funny because I, I can only imagine how Rambo translates in Japan. Yeah, right? I, I, hmm. But anyway... Interesting. Rambo 3 for the Genesis. Uh, moving on to 1990 in Not Japan. My war. What? <laughs> Rambo. Not my war. <laughs> 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 I was like, I had already moved on when you did that, so it kind of threw me off. That was uh, takes a while for 
takes so, a while for Stallone to get to get going. I guess so. Uh, that was almost as frightening as Josh's intro. So <laughs> moving on, moving on to 1990 on the Sharpak 68000. Yes, Shucky Ducky, nice. <laughs> uh, Lipstick Adventure Two. Whoa, sexy. Uh, probably was, <laughs> um, or at least probably was for a 1990 game. <laughs> Just leave it there. Uh, moving on to 1991 on the Sega Genesis in Japan, we got Spider-Man. Oh, okay. The original Spider-Man Genesis game, which I have uh, the U.S. Oh, version. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, now, yes. Yep. Awesome Sweet. game. Uh, moving on to 1992 on the Game Boy in Japan, uh, Super Mario Land 2. Six Golden Coins. Fantastic game. I mean, Super yeah. Mario Land was fun on the Game Boy. It really introduced Mario on the Game Boy, but the graphics were different. The story was a little different. Uh, Super Mario Land 2, though, brought it back to like that classic Mario look to it. Uh, introduced Wario, who we all you know love oh, and adore. Yeah. Yep, that was his very first game. Fantastic game on the Game Boy. Very cool. And hopefully it will be part of the possible Game Boy Classic Edition, which may or may not be coming out. Oh, all right. Well, uh, well, actually, um, further research on that showed that they're re-releasing the Game Boy, it sounds like. Not the Game Boy, not a Game Boy Classic. I feel like that's the only way they can do it on that. We can talk about that next week, but I feel like you're not going to plug it into the television. Right. Um, okay, so moving on to 1993. Um, okay. On Windows 3.x, we got Earth Invasion. Okay. Uh, I'm, that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> pretty, pretty straightforward. Right. Uh, moving on to 1994 on the 3DO in Japan. Okay. Uh, Alone in the Dark. Ooh. Really awesome, nice, scary game for anybody um, who wants to play something in October and is... have never played... Anything in the Alone in the Dark series, go back to that original one. It's pretty cool. That is a scary one. Yep. Uh, 1995, also on the 3DO, also in Japan, uh, Wolfenstein 3D. Oh, nice. Great series. Can't wait for that to come to the Switch. Awesome series. Uh, Moving on to 1996, on the Super Nintendo, Marvel Superheroes in War of the Gems. Classic. Yep. And this was, I think... To my knowledge, the first game to come out and use the Infinity Gauntlet story. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because it was a fighting game, but you could get your hands on the Infinity Gems, which would give you different special abilities. Oh, cool. Yep, it was very cool. And then, of course, Thanos was um, the guy you played against at the end. Mm -hmm. Moving on to 1997 on PlayStation Rampage World Tour. Oh, I love that game. I had it on N64, but a classic. Yes, that I remember. I mean, I mean, how do you not have fun in a game that involves you climbing buildings and eating people? <laughs> that better be the storyline of the movie that The Rock is making. No? Okay. Larry, this time you froze. Oh, uh-oh. Honestly, that better be the storyline of the movie that The Rock is filming about Rampage. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because if they don't eat anybody, it's just not worth it. <laughs> not at all. And they better be mutant people. Well, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would expect Dwayne Johnson to turn into one of like the giant gorilla <laughs> or the uh, the giant lizard that climbs up and down the buildings and eats. People. George and Lizzie. Yeah. Or the, uh, the Lizzie. ever forgotten? What was it? Ralph, the werewolf. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Whatever Rob. it was. I, honestly, I think uh, I think uh, uh, the Rock would make a good Lizzie. <laughs> I don't know why. Just because <laughs> the name Lizzie is cool. Um, moving on to 1998 on the Nintendo 64, Body Harvest. Ooh, creepy. Another creepy. Uh, moving on to 1999 for Windows, Age of Empires 2, The Age of the Kings. Nice. Good good series. Yeah, Age of Empires is still going on right yeah, now. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, super popular. Uh, 2000 on the Game Boy Color, we got Pokemon Gold and Silver. Which were just re-released on the 3DS. Yes, they were. Virtual console. Yep. Uh, I still, to this date, have not played a traditional Pokemon game. I started when it came out on the virtual console, and I kind of stopped. I got to pick it up again. Not because I was bored, just I went on to something else. Right. Well, which is what you always do. You, it is. Yeah, you, you have a tendency to not finish games, Larry. Uh, not as of late. That's been changing. I know, which is good. You've, yeah. You're finally, you're finally understanding the purpose of a video game, which is to beat it. <laughs> and have oh. fun at the same time. Yes, but it's to beat it. Uh, moving on to 2001 on the PlayStation 2, Devil May Cry. I loved this game. Great this series. Game. Fantastic series. Yeah, sadly, I never got past the second one because they had changed some of the mechanics in the second one, and I kind of lost interest. But then in Devil May Cry 3, I heard they went back to the original mechanics. They did. Um, you... which, but I never went back to it. But that first game, I remember playing through it. I was just in awe of that game. You can pick up like the HD trilogy. I think you can download yep. it on Xbox and PS uh, PlayStation. Yeah, I will eventually pick it up and add it to the collection of games I will never get to play. <laughs> Moving on to 2002 on the Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube, uh, Blood Rain. Oh, okay. I remember that. Blood Rain? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on to 2003 on PlayStation and Windows. Uh, MTV Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> awesome. I remember watching that show and great loving show. that show. It yeah, I love that show. Yeah, and the fact that they actually made a game was great. Unfortunately, the game was awful. Oh, but still. absolutely. Um, moving on to 2004 on Game Boy Advance, we got Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I don't think I played that one. I never played that. I've never played yeah. a single Kirby game, which will be rectified now that two of them are on uh, the Super Nintendo Classic. Absolutely. Or, or SNES Classic. Nope. Um, moving on to 2005 on Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube, uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Mm, that's where the series started to trail off. Yeah, I think so. Like, at, like there was Tony Hawk 1, 2, and 3, all great. Yep. Then, then, they, then they started theming them, like Underground yeah. and American Wasteland. I, yeah, I feel like that's when they started to go off the rails. Agreed. No pun intended. Uh, moving, <laughs> and we're going to finish off in 2006 on the original Microsoft Xbox, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Oh, is that the side-scrolling? Is that one of like the no, offshoots? No, 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 no. Armageddon was a traditional Mortal Kombat, but I think it was one of the first ones. I think Deadly Alliance came before that, but I think... Armageddon is one of the first ones that actually had like a single player like story oh, mode. Oh yes, yes, but yes. It still, but it's it had a story mode, but still the the crux of the game was the just the actual. I remember. I know what you're talking about. I remember now. All right. Yep. No, the, the the mythology series was when they were doing the 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 single Sub-Zero. player side scrollers. Yeah. Yeah. Sub Zero, and then the the um the one with, with Jax uh, and Sonya, yeah. uh, whatever it was. Um, but that is this week. In gaming. Fantastic. All right. And you got anything coming up? 
Uh, I don't know. What do I have coming up? I have no uh, idea. You tell me. No, I mean, you know, Halloween is almost upon us. Uh, I, I get to... I get to officially celebrate another year of existence on this planet. There you go. Oh, yes. Uh, very right. soon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming up. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, I'm just going to keep playing video games to drown my sorrows. Good. That's that's what I plan on doing. Exactly. What about <laughs> you? Um, what do I got? I got uh, got my half-season tickets to the Islanders. Been doing that. Uh, got a got the Ace Comic Con at the Nassau Coliseum in December, December eighth, 9th, and tenth. It's a brand new Comic Con. Uh, nice. Undertaker's going to be there, and most of the cast of the Justice League movie will be there. Short of Batfleck. Yeah, well, Batfleck Batfleck's got some problems he's dealing with right now. Oh, does he? In the media. Oh, oh yeah, with the the whole uh, Harvey Weinstein. Scandal. Oh, I didn't know he was connected to that. Oh yeah, no. Um, really? Uh, well, you know, he he released a statement saying that he was shocked and disgusted about all the allegations to Harvey Weinstein, and then it came out that in 2003, on television, no less, he he uh, he nip slipped uh, Hillary Burton. Oh really? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's he's got he's got yeah. I I think just yes, he wants to promote Justice League, but I think right now he should probably not. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, then at the end of this month, I got uh, Chiller Theater in New Jersey, Parsippany, New Jersey. Ah, I used to love going to Chiller yes, Theater. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm actually going for two days. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, day Saturday with uh, some friends of mine from work, and then Sunday with the co-host of the Yin and the Yang, or actually the host of the Yin and the Yang, a podcast you can listen to on the More of the Same Network. Anthony Chu, uh, so I'll be uh, Anthony Chu there with him, and uh, the Yin and Yang drops every Tuesday, uh, Thursday, excuse me, every Thursday here on the More of the Same Network. You can pretty much search for it on iTunes. Larry, your network is growing, man. It's getting frightening. Leaps and bounds. You're telling me, man. Uh, I got, you know, this show drops every Tuesday. Search for it on iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Uh, the Yin and the Yang drops Thursdays. The better half, myself and Frank, every other Wednesday. And um, when I have time to do it, amazingly, the Pro Slam World podcast is a little more uh, every now and again, but I haven't forgotten about it. That's going to be coming back. That's usually on Fridays. Very cool. And yeah. then... um. This week on Tuesday, to repeat, we have a, our um, our horror game live stream, and yep. uh, it's my it's my turn this week. Can't wait to see what you'll be playing. Excited. Um, I also can't wait to see what I'm playing because <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> awesome. And uh, with that, I think we'll wrap it up because it's been a very long week, a very long weekend, and uh, I need to go take a nap. Ditto. All right. And I'll catch you next time. All right, as always, been a pleasure. And everyone, thank you again for listening and subscribing to The Retro Gamers. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. What's up? It's Kevin Hart. And with new rewards from Chase Freedom Unlimited, I now earn even more cash back, even on a beach getaway. I earn 3% of drugstores on beach snacks. Hmm, these chips have some saying on them. 
I earn 3% on dining, including takeout, after a seagull eats all my chips. And I earn 5% on travel purchased through Chase, like a hotel room to hide from that seagull. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions, limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.